0: What's up? It's the Brunch Breakdown. It's DD out here in Los Angeles. Chris is in Pittsburgh, and Dan is in Pittsburgh. Um, not busy, but he's watching WrestleMania, so he can't <laughs> hang out with us. And that's yeah. what's happening here. Uh, on the Brunch Breakdown today, we're going to be talking about the failed Dodgers proposal. We're going to be talking taking kids places and failing. Uh, we got an awesome brunch court. We got music. We got a lot to get to. But I just sent Chris something pretty great because we're both dads. It's dad brunch today on the brunch breakdown. And um, yeah, so I just sent him a pick two. We love doing these charts. I sent him a pick two that might be the most impossible pick two of all time. It is pick two. Shouts to the parents out there who are going to get this personal well being, a clean house, and happy kids. You only get to pick two of these. Christopher, <sighs> this is impossible.
1: yeah Um, because like these all these all blend into each other DD you Mm -hmm. know like part of personal well-being is having kids that are happy and also a house that doesn't drive you crazy and like part of happy having a clean house is maybe happy kids because that means they're not trashing everything possibly I don't know maybe and you're happy. I don't know. Yeah, this is difficult. I don't. Uh, it's not fair that you gave this to me with no preparation at all.
0: None. And honestly, I I looked at it and just put it on my phone. I was like, I'm using this later. And I haven't really thought much about it either. All I know is. I, I guess I would just be like, I'd be selfless and just say, you know what? I guess I'll just be miserable because. If the house isn't clean, I, I can't live like that. If the kids aren't at least somewhat happy, because I'm never really sure if they're all the way happy. I'm sure that they're somewhat happy. It's, it's, having a four-year-old is like, honestly, I feel like that's like a sign of what having a teenager is. I have no idea if she's happy all the time or not. <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh, so I guess I just say, you know what? I'll just be miserable or something. Clean house, happy kids. I That's what I got to do. That's what I got to do.
1: Uh, that's fair. I think this is, this like totally doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go happy kids and personal well being, <laughs> even though a full well knowing that a clean house, if the house is not like, I don't know, there are different levels of clean too, right? Like the house is never clean, but like a situated house is something that I need to just not go completely insane but like i guess i guess i'll live in filth if that means i have better personal well-being you have to have happy kids so i guess those are the two i'm going with but i just like i'm, I'm picturing like dishes in the sink and toys not cleaned up and like dude like I want to, I can't wait till the point where I can walk through the house and not have something stick to the bottom of my feet. Like I cannot wait until that point in life. And so like now I'm thinking about every step I take throughout the house. There's like little pieces of food and other stuff sticking to my feet and I hate it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that's why like, I can't, I, I, I can't not have a clean house. I yeah. can't think cause I know what, cause I know what you're saying. It's like, my house is never clean clean right like i know what my house is like when it looked like it did on thursday and that's not clean <laughs> it's we can't we just can't have it like that like, like yeah uh, yeah it's it's got it yeah i just got to be like whatever i'll just be miserable yeah. and this impossible pick too that's just what it is
1: that's I'm fair. miserable that's fair yeah <laughs>
0: Well, what's up? It's the brunch breakdown. You can find the brunch breakdown literally everywhere you listen to podcasts, everywhere you find your podcast, make sure you listen to the brunch breakdown there. And how we start this show all the time. If you're new here, we started out with Bruce Day. So let's actually we started out with chest. Get it off your chest. What am I talking about? Well, My gosh, just, what Dan's off. I'm just I'm just Dan's out. I'm 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 lost because I'm really mad at Dan. So I'm going to get this off my chest. So we started off with random topics that we get off our chest. And I'm very mad at Dan. Here's why I'm mad at Dan. Because WrestleMania is in LA. All right. And WrestleMania is one of the things that I am not a huge wrestling fan now, but I used to be one back in the day. Right. But WrestleMania is one of those things that I'm like, it's a bucket list thing for me. I would love to go to WrestleMania. So for the past year or so, I have literally just been dropping little hints to Dan Anytime wrestling would come up about how we should go to WrestleMania and thinking that he would take the next step because it doesn't take Dan much to come to L.A. ever, 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 ever. And he never took it. And now WrestleMania is here and he's skipping the podcast to watch it in Pittsburgh. <laughs> And it's very annoying to me. And I looked at StubHub prices the other day and I was like, I was like, even if he was like, dude, it's too expensive, I'm like, listen, I know how LA works. Come out here and I promise you the prices for tickets will be, we'll get on StubHub, we'll just get there. Cause that's literally how all of this shit works. And I looked on StubHub yesterday and I was like, we could have sat on the floor for like a very small price for both days of WrestleMania. And I got even more mad at Dan. And then Dan sent us the text that was like, I'm not going to do the brunch breakdown today. And I literally wanted to jump through the phone and kill him. I honestly did. Because think about this. Like, you know how mad I would be at you if you if Pitt were in the national championship game and it was at the Rose Bowl or if it was at SoFi Stadium and you didn't hit me up. If you didn't hit me up, about it, do you know how mad I would be? Like, I would be human, furiously <laughs> mad. And that's how I am at Dan right now. Because he didn't even we, the conversation never even happened, and I threw out so many hints. And I'm just I get off my chest. I I hate Dan. If he comes back to the podcast next week, fine. I don't care. Just hate Dan. Hope he's enjoying WrestleMania.
1: Trash. I feel like, I feel like you guys are like dating, and you, it's like you're both waiting for the other guy to make the next move, and nobody makes the next move, and now you guys are just, uh, you know, the night of date night. You're apart and Dude, your hearts are broken,
0: it's bad. It's not my... You know what I'm It's not my thing. I shouldn't be the one to say it. It's not my thing. <laughs> just angry, pissed at Dan when he hears this, whatever.
1: That's fair. With this being dad brunch, I thought about Dan like... I'm assuming he's hosting WrestleMania. I feel like that's his thing Probably. like he normally hosts. And I was just like, that is... That is like the quintessential like, hey, Chris and DD, you you can't do this right now in this phase of your life type of thing, like hosting all of your friends to watch WrestleMania till any hour of the night. Yeah. I don't know how late this thing goes, but like we can't do that right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so screw you, Dan, uh, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've had people over for the Super Bowl the last two years, and I think, well, this year. Everyone was gone by halftime. The last year, people stayed till the end, but like, yeah, but I think That's it was a, mainly because like the Rams. I don't think if it weren't the Rams, people wouldn't have stayed the rest.
1: Yeah, you also have the time difference on your yeah, side, that too. which helps.
0: But still, still, it was like eh, time to dip.
1: <laughs> oh <my. laughs> well,
0: Chris, get it off your chest.
1: Yeah, man, I got one more from this Florida trip that we took that I oh, gotta please. get off my chest. Last week talked about just like I don't want to watch your kids while I'm on vacation. This week um I I think this is this is a universal fact and and I really don't think I, I it's hard for me to imagine anybody disagreeing with me on what I'm about to say, but then again I'm about to say this because somebody did it. So I guess there are just some sick freaks out there uh that would disagree with what I'm about to say DD, but like stop feeding birds in public. I don't think this is something that anybody should be allowed to do in any facet of life. We were on the beach, like it was 60 degrees. And so nobody was on the beach. There, were, You know, we had as much room as we wanted to. And like 50 yards down the beach, there was somebody else. And just so happened to be this somebody else was a complete wackadoo that was feeding all the seagulls and other I don't don't know what birds are at the beach, but whatever they are, this lady was feeding them. And then like when she was out of shit to feed the birds, then they came and attacked our family, okay? But like, this is not just related to the beach. This is also related to like the park or anywhere in an urban environment. Just stop giving food. To wild animals. Just stop doing it. Okay. Because it's only going to make the experience worse for everybody that's around you. And this one pissed me off so much because I was on vacation and I had to like literally fight for my family at one point because (laughs) my wife thought that it was the most hilarious thing in the world. She was laughing her ass off. And I was like, no, I need to save our children. So I was standing up, waving shit at these birds, fighting off wildlife to make sure that my family stayed safe. And that's not what I signed up for when I said, yes, I will go to Florida on vacation. So stop feeding uh, animals in public and specifically birds in this instance. It's ridiculous.
0: That's great. That's amazing. You had an interesting beach trip.
1: Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It, we, it, we did not luck out with the weather in Florida. Uh, we had like two days that were like, yes, it's warm. It feels like summer. The rest of the trip, um, it was 60s. So it's not beach weather. The two yeah. days we went to the beach, it was 60s. And it was just not... It was not the time to be at the beach, but what are you gonna do you're only there for like six days you gotta go to the beach at some point um yeah it was weird it was weird and I made it very known when we were at the beach I was like this is not the type of day that we're supposed to be here people this is not right Uh, you know and
0: uh, you know what I I think about this when people tell me they're coming out here right like Siobhan's brothers came out here um uh, her brother and husband they came out here um on in March and I from jump I was just like listen The weather in March, when you go to a place that's, like, warm most of the time, you aren't guaranteed to get the good weather. Yeah. You might. And so I just always get nervous when people are like, oh, we're going to come out in March. I'm like, I hope. Because it could be great. It's just March is just that one month in either of these places, California, Texas, Florida, whatever, where it could be great. Or it could be shitty, or half the trip could be great and half the trip, yeah, be really shitty. It's just how it works in either of the in places like that.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what we experienced. <laughs> so <Yeah>. it's
0: <laughs> tough. Well, guess what? That's why we drink after the segment. Let's get into Brews Day. Chris, what are you sipping on?
1: Yeah, I'm not sipping on a beer right now, but the other one I wanted to uh, feature from that trip. Um, was just like, it felt right for this podcast where it's me and Dee talking on the show because yeah. Florida Orange IPA, okay? Oh, it on. couldn't get any better than that. Three Daughters Brewing, shout out to you for just a delicious orangey IPA that everybody loves. Um, fun fact, I drank this IPA in Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> so that added a little something to it. <laughs> that's amazing yeah but uh that's my my beer feature for this week that's right you went to SeaWorld. yeah nice how's yeah.
0: shamu doing these days
1: uh good i guess okay. I All right. nobody Just... died during the presentation so that's what i'm talking about yeah you
0: were far away from shamu from what i recall
1: uh photos. i'm not getting splashed okay that's not happening
0: Dang it. See, Uncle dee has got to come out, take these kids to SeaWorld the right way so they can get splashed from head to toe. One of my favorite memories as a kid was going to the shampoo show and we were in like the third row. We were all soaking wet from head to toe going back to the hotel. Yeah, how did, you,
1: how did your parents feel about that,
0: Dee? You know what? I was probably like eight, so I don't care how they felt. <laughs> I just remember me and my sister were amped. But yeah, I'm sure they were miserable because i can only imagine how i would be right now if that happened with me
1: yeah dad was in charge he said let's sit far away smart what are you sipping on Dee? all
0: right well uh i am not sipping on anything right now but i do want to give a big shout out to uh contradiction bourbon because uh it is smooth ambler uh smooth ambler distillery it's in west virginia hamilton west virginia which is like really close to the greenbrier and this uh whiskey is becoming it's going it's all of a sudden like showing up everywhere um, and I'm just very excited about it because it's from West Virginia, and it's really good, and it's winning all these contests and showing up on all these lists of the best, like, whiskeys, and it's just an awesome straight bourbon, and it's just really good, and it's like, honestly becoming everywhere. So if you see it, grab it up because it's just really good, and it wasn't made in, in town, Chris, so you, so it's safe. It's safe for you. So there you go. Contradiction bourbon.
1: I like it. Nice.
0: Yeah. Check it out. Well, that is Bruce Day. Cheers to us not
1: drinking. Yeah. I Cheers. Stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Cheers. Silly. <laughs> what the hell?
0: Well, let's get into the main menu. Christopher, let's go to it. Uh, <laughs> the Dodgers opening day had a special surprise. Oh, my God. This man went out, jumped out of the first row of the outfield and proposed from the field. And ended up getting clobbered. Absolutely clobbered. In a w- Listen, there are, we always see people rush the field, stuff like that. But I can't remember seeing someone get crushed like this.
1: No. Like no. Normally, it's the other way around where it's like the guy runs around the field and makes security look like idiots. And where the security is just like falling all over the place. Uh, and they can't catch whatever dude is on the field. But like this was... The exact opposite of that.
0: Yeah. He's on one knee proposing to his now fiance in the stands. Cause she did say yes. <laughs> and he's down there for a long time. And I don't know what he expected to happen. Why he was, he should have been on one knee for one second and then booked it, like yeah. booked it right back out. And he didn't, he waited to get hit. And I'm like, bro, was it worth it? i i don't know because he just ended up looking like the biggest dipshit and i feel like her whole family has to be like don't marry that guy or maybe they already were saying don't marry that guy and it was just too late
1: yeah uh, he did kneel for a long time
0: long time
1: yeah and i was kind of wondering like is he expecting her to like hear him say something or like what like what's happening like when you go down and do that and if you get on a knee and you hold out like a ring or whatever, like everybody knows what's happening. So just do it real quick and then save yourself. But yeah. he didn't, he just made it awkward. And then what ended up happening was like, remember they used to run those commercials where like James Harrison would show up in your house and like chase you around and then just level you. That's what happened to this guy. I've never, this security officer, like dude, targeting dude. like, straight up, he left his feet launched with the crown of his helmet. And I mean, this dude got (laughs) obliterated. I feel terrible about it, but at the same time, maybe I don't feel terrible because, uh, he, he put himself in a bad position, right? And like wide receivers, you gotta be, you gotta, when you're going up to make a catch, you also gotta defend yourself while you're in the act of making a catch. He didn't do that.
0: And he got knocked out. Yeah got absolutely destroyed. And I am, I, I just, I, I, what is the average knee time for a proposal? <laughs> like what? <'Cause, laughs> like we've both done it. I, like, I don't know how long you were on a knee. I don't like, I feel like I blacked out when I proposed yeah. sort of, but I know I wasn't down for that long.
1: Like, no, I was
0: not down for that long.
1: No, neither was I. I think like, there's a lot of stuff that gets said during a proposal, but like the majority of the stuff that gets said during a proposal, I feel like gets said when you're standing up either like before you get down on a knee or like you propose and then you get up and you celebrate and you say all these kind, wonderful things. Like I, I, I do remember for mine that I was like standing up. I said a few things to Katie, then I got down on a knee and then she just like snatched the ring from me. And the so that I stood right back up. Like it was, it was not down on a knee for very long. Uh,
0: yeah. I like mumbled some shit and Siobhan makes fun of me all the time for it. Cause I was like, <laughs> you, uh, uh, you know, I love you. Right. Uh, 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 and then got down on one knee. And I wonder if that guy did the same thing. Did he like look at her and go, listen, you know, I love you. Right. And then just freaked out and then jumped over the freaking left field wall. <laughs> and-
1: <laughs> because, uh, oh, dude, I, I'm even picturing him like getting down on the knee. It, like he didn't, he didn't say anything. He just runs on the field. Then he gets down on a knee and says, "Like, listen, you know I love you, right?" But she can't hear him. And then this dude just clobbers him, just <laughs> knocks him out. Either way, I hope that's what happened.
0: I hope me, me too. I'm with you on that. I hope so. Well, shouts to the happy couple. Um, Yeah. I, listen. I, I I really want to know what her family thinks of him. (laughs) Because if you do something like this, everyone in your life knows you could be the person who did this. This isn't just somebody going rogue. You don't just risk getting arrested for a proposal just out of nowhere. (laughs) Like you're the dummy of the group.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, we, I mean, these people have to have already been found on social media, right? So we need to, I don't know. Dan, Dan, when you listen back, clip this and uh, let's tag them. Yeah, <laughs> on yeah. social media. Yes, please. <laughs> we need to know what was said. Oh, all right.
0: Well, let's get into our next topic here. Uh, Christopher, you said the topic places we failed to take our kids because you had a fun Palm Sunday. Sounds like.
1: Oh yeah. What was it, boy? How oh was boy. It
0: it down? What Like, my niece's couldn't have been
1: so bad. What happened? Uh well, so those not familiar with the Catholic Church, uh, Palm Sunday is the longest mass of the year, right? There's a lot of readings, everybody participates, it takes a while. Um and we actually went to like a slightly earlier mass than we usually do because we thought, like, let's get it earlier in the day so it doesn't get too close to the girls' bedtime, and they start going crazy. It ended up not really mattering at all because um that it just it it was a nightmare, man. And I'll tell you that like we've had good, we've had mostly good experiences at church, but this one just was, this which is was not it. And uh, so I think that's like an important distinction for this category. Like you could have done it. You could like if, if places you've taken your family and failed miserably at it, like this could be something where you guys have gone a bunch of times, but like one time, man, it just did not, it just did not work out for you. Uh, it was Palm Sunday today for us. Uh, my oldest was like fascinated with the bathroom. And so she just kept wanting to go back and forth from where we were sitting in the pew to the bathroom and back and back and back and back. Um, so that was happening. And then at the same time, like my youngest, just, she just decided she was done. Like nap time was early today and she was just done. Um, and so then like Katie had to go in the back. And so then, you know, both the girls went with her and then she tried to bring them back and then they, the youngest freaked out when they came. I mean, it was just this whole thing. Um, we left there so quickly. <laughs> they had they had coffee and donuts after mass. We did not stay for that. We went straight home. And uh, yeah, man, that that goes on the list for us. Places that we've tried to take our kids and failed miserably. That was today.
0: I mean, you know, from a from a veteran, just you got to exit stage right when you know it's going
1: downhill. You guys stayed the whole time? We we stayed, yeah. We left, like, we got communion, and you're supposed to go back to the pew for another few minutes until mass officially ends. We just got communion and left. So we left, like, three minutes early. So basically, we stayed for the whole thing.
0: Oh, man. See, like, sometimes I can look in my kids' eyes, (laughs) and I know that this is, I, I know, I'm like,
1: Today's not a quick, our day.
0: It's going to be a quick day. <laughs> it will be a quick day, guys. It's going to be a quick it's gonna be a quick trip. Yeah. Quick mall trip. We thought you have you have your plans, you have your thoughts in your head of how how this day is going to go yeah. and then nah. Uh Sersha who has been to more restaurants than probably any kid in, on earth. Um so she was oh, how old was she? Was she 10 months old or something like that. We we're in Hawaii. Everything's going well and at that age, you kind of have a bedtime, kind of don't. And she was still in that stage where it was like, kind of not, time difference in Hawaii. So it is whatever. And then all of a sudden, we are at, uh, where are we at? We're at some restaurant. And she just loses it. Like, loses it, uncontrollably loses it. She's fed. She's changed. She's not pooping. Nothing's good. She's not sick. Nothing just loses it Mm. and we are like what is going on like we're like this is just not whatever happens like this is never what happens loses her full mind and then we're like okay so then we literally just are like we ordered and then it was like all right we got we gotta get our food to go And we just like was left like flipped out (laughs) with like like, freaked out left go to another restaurant sort of the same time and does it again and we're like oh my god we just like didn't even order got up left the restaurant and we were just like okay Seven o'clock's your bedtime. (laughs) We get it. (laughs) So when I think of the fails, it was just failing miserably at, I guess, parenting and understanding what a 10-month-old or 9-month-old is saying. Because she was obviously trying to let us know in babble (laughs) in some way that, guys, I'm not going to make, we're done here. Like, this is my bedtime. I'm sorry. And she let us know. And it was a wrap.
1: But yeah. Uh Kudos to Sersha for communicating, you know, good for her. Um, (laughs) We're like the exact opposite. We, we have not gone to many restaurants. Uh, We've gotten into it a little bit more now, but that's always been my biggest fear is like you order food and then the kid goes ballistic. And it's like, what do you do? You guys made a nice little pivot there, like quick decision-making. Okay. Get us some boxes. We're going.
0: Yeah. It's now it's like, we have a quick trigger. We have a quicker trigger. We have we have a slower trigger now because there's like crayons. Hmm. Siobhan is a genius when it comes to this stuff because it's like she's always just oh, she throws. I don't know where she gets the crayons like, <laughs> out of nowhere. There's just crayons and coloring books or whatever, and that can buy you a little bit of time. Like we had a really crappy Mother's Day. Like Mother's Day, we try try to go to brunch. I'm like yeah, we're gonna go to brunch Mother's Day. It's cool. Go to this diner that we all like. Yeah, it just was. It was a lot. And um, yeah, we we tried we failed um you know of course we'll we'll try again but man oh man it's it was it was tough it's it's getting easier but like i got i got super terrible twos going on and terrible Mm -hmm. twos with major it's a lot it's a lot yeah terrible
1: twos dude stickers are clutch with kids
0: yes stickers are great
1: they like putting them on anything Mm -hmm. if you get like a big sticker book like sometimes my girls will just even in church like they'll just like they're not supposed to but they'll just like put them all over the pews and then like the last 5 minutes of church me and Katie are just like pulling them all off of this so that we don't leave any crap at okay. the church but like kids will just sit and put stickers on stuff for hours it's kind of crazy um another one that we have failed failed and succeeded but failing sticks out to me is football games um <laughs> We have left many a game early over the last two seasons uh, because <laughs> kids can. So the, the like two years ago, Olivia was cool for like half of the game and then it was over. Now she's really, really into it. She loves like running up and down. we have club seats. So she loves running up and down the club, like looking for the mascot, doing stuff like that. But now Charlotte is in that weird phase where she's like, I'm good for about two quarters and then I need to go home. So, uh, every year it's like, now we're going into another season, but like, we got another kid coming. So it's, I don't know how this year is going to work out. It's probably not going to work out very well. I think I'm going to be going to a lot of games by myself this year, to be honest with you. Uh, Um, yeah. Especially where that due date falls. It's not going to be happening. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I'm going to have a lot of company at the games. It's going to be me and Gary and that's about it. But, uh, and it's tough, man. Like, cause when, when you prepare to go to an event like that, like you, like Katie does so much prep getting stuff ready for the kids to be able to be there and be occupied. And like, you know, we're arranging nap schedules. We're getting everybody in through security. You get up to the seats. I mean, there's like so much that happens to go to a sporting event that uh, it's kind of a bummer when halftime rolls around and you're like, like the, the game that sticks out for me was Pitt had Tennessee at home this past season. Huge game. I've been looking forward to that game for like a decade and uh, at halftime, I was like, Katie, let's just go watch the second half at home. Like, I'm exhausted. This is just yeah. too much. Yep. So, yeah, that's that was been that that's been a challenge.
0: Yeah, I give it up to you guys for trying because I know. Listen, you're a huge football fan. I get it. I I just couldn't even imagine it. I I couldn't. I couldn't in my head. I'm like, no, football's better to watch on TV. You guys can watch it when we get to our age appropriate. Because listen, we're sports fans in our house. It's like I just like yeah. When we get to an appropriate age, then we'll. Then we'll do it. But I just couldn't. Uh-uh. No way. Yeah. No way. But it's different for you because Pitt is in your family. That is a whole thing. It is important. I get it. But I'm like, because it feels like trying to get your kids ready to go to the airport every Saturday.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's not a bad comparison. Because <laughs> we're walking into the stadium with about as much luggage as we do when we go to the airport. Yep. Security
0: yeah. checks. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> All of it.
0: Oh man. Well, let's get into brunch core, dude. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Uh, First up, maybe the most innovative invention of our time.
1: Okay. I know which one quite, you're talking
0: about. Quite possibly. The mm-hmm. most innovative thing I've ever seen when it comes to fast food. And this is happening in Italy, ladies and gentlemen. It is the McDonald's. I'm going to call it the McTable bag. It is the McTable bag. This is happening in Italy. This happened in Italy in the fall slash winter and It is a McDonald's bag that turns into a table that you can eat your food on. Incredible, Christopher Gates. This is what I'm talking – see, see, now I understand whenever you hear people talking about like the ingenuity has left America, this is it right here. (laughs) This is it. Because why on earth, the most obese country in the world couldn't figure out a table bag? (laughs) Like, come on, guys.
1: What are we doing here if we can't? What? What? Come on. That's a great point, man. Um, I had two totally different impressions of this when you sent it over. Because the first thing I saw was just the picture. And it's like a bag that turns into a table. And I'm like, what slob? would get this like if you're buying it you have to have a table you could eat on just like why are you getting this but then you sent me a video commercial for it and like i guess in italy they have like posts set up where you put this box on a post and it opens up perfectly i'm like this is why other countries like you said aren't as completely out of shape as us because they like walk everywhere that this is designed for people who walk around all the time and at a whim want to stop and eat some food and look now you can't. So I love that about the European culture. We're like, Hey, you can do this and we're setting you up for success. But at the same time as an American, I hate it because I don't want this to come over to us because it's not going to be that didi it's not going to be people <laughs> walking around and then having a picnic. It's going to be people setting up their own table of McDonald's that sits next to them while they play Call of Duty for six hours. Like that's what it's going to end up being. Okay. So I don't want this to come to America. And as long as it doesn't come here, I love it. Otherwise, I hate it.
0: God, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I love this. I needed to come here. I think the bag, the bag table is a little weird when you're watching the video of the people carrying it. It's like, it's like the size of a child. It's huge. It's huge. But when they put that thing on that post, I'm like, let's go. Like, this is, this is the ultimate picnic McDonald's. Like, like, come on, listen, everybody first dates, take the girl out to McDonald's. All right, that's stupid. But take the girl to McDonald's. <laughs> go find a nice park. Open up the table. Ooh. Bro, it's got cup holders. Dude, romance. I love it. That's amazing.
1: The design is fantastic.
0: It is. I I'm so for this. I need this to come here. This it's going to be wild when this comes here.
1: See, that's where we differ. That, I don't <laughs> really- <laughs>
0: god making mcdonald's easier to eat everywhere that's come on obviously that's what we need yeah yes yes (laughs) all right let's get into the next one um red hot has given us a new sauce to go to their collection it's frank's red hot dill pickle hot sauce because apparently dill pickle is the flavor of the summer coming up So I guess a lot of dill pickles are coming in our future for people who are in the know with food. Um, But yeah, red hot dill pickle. We are two fans of hot sauce. I'm a fan of hot sauce. I will tell you this right now. I don't need this.
1: (laughs) Wait, who says it's going to be the summer of dill pickle? Where's that coming from?
0: It's coming from food experts. I read this on Delish and it was like food insiders are like dill pickle is going to be the flavor of the summer there will be a lot of dill pickle things coming our way basically in the because i mean it's spring so coming in the next few months we're gonna see a a
1: trend of dill pickle i don't hate that i like i dill. don't hate that
0: either i like listen i like pickles i like hot sauce i don't need them together
1: yeah no that's fair i would totally try this i'm really having a. Tr- am having trouble like imagining how this would taste on the palate and then like what foods I would put it on. You know, that's more of the thing. It's like Mm. when I add hot sauce to a food, it's normally a food. It's normally a food for me that like I'm building the ingredients of it. And then the hot sauce is like, I consider it one of those ingredients. So like if I'm making a food that would, that I would want dill, I would just probably just have a pickle, right? I would just add dill pickle to it. So I'm 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 struggling to figure out what foods I would put this on but I would definitely I'm definitely interested to try it just cuz it, it's hard for me to imagine what this tastes like.
0: Yeah, cuz I'm not putting this on chicken. I just don't know what you put it on. Like I'm yeah. not putting this in going to make it I don't want I don't eat pickles on my chicken. Yeah. So I don't I just don't yeah, I don't know what you put this on. I truly don't. Maybe like you're trying to maybe it, I guess maybe a chicken sandwich you already put pickles on that sometimes. I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. I just am like I really just don't know what to do with this. I just yeah. I don't know what to do with it, really. Yeah,
1: this is one of those ones where I think it's hard to say like rule in favor or against. This is one yeah. where like we need a continuance. We need a continuance okay. and we need to try it and then we'll have a retrial, I think.
0: Well, it is in stores now. So if uh when you are at Costco and you see like a 64 gallon thing of this,
1: let's go. Grab it up. <laughs> this coming weekend's a Costco weekend, Didi. So I'm well, going to look for it. I'm going to look, look for it.
0: Because I'm going to look for this. Because I got I to gotta try it on things. I don't know. I just don't know what I want to try it on. So
1: I'm going to do this. What better way to try a new food than get 64 ounces of it? You know? Oh,
0: I mean. That's the way to do it. Listen, you're guaranteed to like it. You're going to force everybody in your family to like it. That's
1: right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: All right. Well, let's get into what we are listening to. Christopher. Let's what do it, man. are you listening to this week? What has been tickling your music palette, if that's a thing?
1: I don't know if it is, but I like it. Um, <laughs> I had a big week last week, Didi. We're trying okay. to listen to music that I wanted to listen to and then also find new music. And I'm pretty proud of the uh, performance that I put in. Uh, the first one is from this dude named Walwin. I think is how you say his name. W-A-L-W-I-N. Um... He's one of these like solo acts that is producing full pop punk band music uh, on his own. Uh, I think he's from the UK and he has this song called Stop Living and Don't Dream. And it just is full of references to like the shit that we loved from pop punk in the early 2000s. And it was like a big nostalgia trip for me, but it's a brand new song. So um that's my first one this week
0: nice well speaking of pop punk from the early 2000s fallout boy put out their new album so much for stardust and i love this entire album from start to finish like i'm kind of obsessed with it and it's so cool when someone in when an art and i feel like we've talked about this with beyonce and others when someone like 20 years in decides to actually put together an album that like i don't know that they really took time and gave a fuck about hmm. and i just feel like you don't have to do that when you're fallout boy you can just play hits for the rest of your life like you don't have to do anything like you know what i mean you can just mail it in put an album out of songs that sound like the older songs and whatever and then it's all blend in the concert but like this is like there's so much instrumentation in here like there's so many cool things that they're trying in here and it's just i don't know it's awesome and listening to them talk about it I listened to the interview of them talking about the album and they were just like, yeah, like we we don't really just want to put out albums just to put out albums. We want to like actually work on it. And if it takes us five years to do it, it takes 10 years to do it. We'll do it. And like I thought that was cool because I'm like, that's what I want from artists that I like. I like I don't I don't need because like I have your old stuff. I don't need you to put out shitty new stuff, like try some new stuff. And it's like and I just love everything about this. So, so much for Stardust, the title track on the album, which is the last track on the album. I love so much, but, uh, yeah, I'll probably put a couple of things on, but album's awesome.
1: Nice. Yeah, man. I like that too. Like, I feel like music is, I mean, music has been so heavily influenced by social media now that like, there are a lot of acts that just, they don't even put out albums. They just put out like a song a week and like, that's cool Uh sometimes. But I think what it often leads to is like a lot of songs that, man, if you would have, put a month into it instead of a week, it might've been really good, but instead it's like there's gaps and it's whatever. So um, I haven't listened to that album yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, My second one is from a band called the bouncing souls. Uh, They have a brand new song back to better Uh, this band. The bouncing souls have been around for like 30 years. uh, And their music sounds like what you would hear on Tony Hawk's pro skater. So if you enjoyed that music and those video games back in the day, you're probably going to really like this song. Um, you know, To be honest with you, they've been around so long that they probably were on a Tony Hawk uh, video game at some point. Probably. But uh, yeah, Bouncing Souls are my second pick. <laughs>
0: nice. All right. Um, Rod Wave, Fight the Feeling. Anytime someone asks me who's an artist that I'm not listening to, that I need to be listening to, it's Rod Wave. I don't even know how to describe what he's doing in music because it's just this cross of emo and somewhat country, somewhat pop and R&B. And it's just, it's awesome. And then if you listen to the song and you Google who Rod wave is, what it looks like, he's not going to look like what you think it looks like. I promise you, I promise (laughs) you. And it's, it's, he's just awesome. And like, you like this song, just go down a wormhole of Rod wave. I, I love Rod wave.
1: Nice. Uh, I've not, maybe I need to go down that wormhole. This do week.
0: it, you will do it, do All it.
1: Right. Uh, last one I have is not a new song. Uh, it's a very old song from a band called the Wonder Years. They're one of their first, like, very large hits came out swinging. The other reason I'm putting this on the pod, uh, the playlist, uh, for this week's episode is because it randomly came my way right at the same time I was lifting and trying to lift very, very heavy, and I realized that it was not yet on my. PR playlist. Okay. That's my playlist that I tap into when when I want to set a personal record in the gym. This song was not on there, but it should have been. It led to a very good squat, DD. Okay. (laughs) So now it's officially on the PR playlist and you can add it to yours too. Nice.
0: (laughs) All right. My last one, Tyler, the creator uh, put out an extended version of his uh, last album and he's got the song called Wharf Talk with ASAP Rocky on it and it is Really good. Just a really good song by out too. I just really like the song. So yeah, that's what we're listening to this week. Dan will add some stuff. I'm sure he'll add like the best of John Cena's rap album from 2003 just, or something.
1: I was just going to say like, <laughs> Didi, do you want to add any wrestler intro music to the playlist? Uh, and do you know of any wrestlers that Dan dislikes? And then maybe we could put oh. that guy's... Music on there because of how you feel about Dan and the way that he ditched you for your date this weekend? What a freaking
0: just a bump. But we'll figure that out. I'll I'll do some research. I'll find somebody that Dan hates, put them on the playlist. <laughs> well, make sure you check out the Spotify playlist. What we're listening to, uh Sounds of Brunch on Spotify. Updated every couple of weeks. So make sure you check that out. Uh Chris, this was fun. Um, besides my internet being trash today, um, what <laughs> What did you
1: learn this week on the brunch breakdown? What are your final thoughts? Well, I did learn and we'll have to listen back to this to see how it sounded, but I feel like yeah. we navigated some of the lags relatively well. Yeah. Um. What did I learn? I learned. I learned that I'm going to go clean my house after this podcast because I left that out of the pick two. What did you learn DD? <laughs>
0: um, I learned that I am in no hurry to take my kids to church (laughs) because that is a conversation that has been bubbling around (laughs) the surface about like, okay, when are we going to jump in to do the church thing regularly? Because it's both, you know, me and Siobhan both grew up in churches, whatever. And I learned from this is that, gonna wait a little bit
1: listen man you've given us lots of advice and we're looking to you guys as we expand from two to three right so you've helped us and i feel like the, the the least we can do is help you with this church situation and give you some meaningful advice here so if you're thinking about doing it right now uh just wait yeah just... church isn't going anywhere
0: right right churches have been there for like a billion years on the corner <laughs> it'll be there in a couple of years Exactly. (laughs) It's the brunch breakdown. We're out.